is happening, all you pokey man, men's, men's, women's, man, wow, man's, it's me, Ben Rosenthal, here reporting on Pokemon Sword and Shield as I play through it for the very first time. Uh, if you haven't uh, listened to the other episodes, you should probably go back and listen to them, considering this is number, what, six? Five? Something like that. And uh, also, you probably wouldn't have heard me plug what I plug. So here it is, a plug just for you. Uh, I'm part of a video game uh, nonsense news variety show called Hack the Dino. Uh, you can get it on all good podcast apps, such as the one you're listening to now. But also, we are a YouTube show over on youtube.com backslash hack the dino. We've got streams, video reviews, game reviews, and a weekly show called The Critical Path. So would be really cool if you could head over there, hit the subscribe button, and like a whole bunch of our videos so we can make some of those big YouTube bucks. You know, like, I don't know, 25 cents for every thousand views or something like that. We just want people to watch our content. It's not about money. Don't think it is. Anyway, continuing on with my spoiler-filled, uh, very quick uh, thoughts and summary of what's going on in Pokemon Shield. Now, looking at my notes, it looks like last show we finished up at episode 3, or sorry, we have finished up at Gym 3. So after Gym 3, we get uh, greeted by those three gym trainers, which I mentioned last show, and then we head out with Hop through to the wild area. Uh, as we enter the wild area again, Bede is there and challenges Hop, so off they go to duke it out with their digital monsters. Um, during this time, you can just uh, go and explore and, and see what the wild area has to offer, do some Dynamax raids and all that kind of fun stuff. Still haven't got the Butterfree Gigantamax yet. I haven't found it. I might have to do an internet sleuth, and by that I mean cheat, uh, in order to find out how you exactly get your little 11-year-old grubby balls on a Butterfree. Yep, I just said that. Oh dear, I'm going to jail. Anyway, uh, the high level Pokemon in the wild area are tough as hell. I actually had to run away um, from a Leon, that's what it is, the Galarian Leon, uh, because it just whooped my butt. Uh, I think I was about level 25, level 30, no, I would have been level 30 at the time. And yeah, uh, one or two Pokemon just tore through it, so I had to use a Poke Doll and get the hell out of there, and then dodge, 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 dodge. Now, in the wild area, there is another nursery. So that's pretty cool as well, more than one nursery. I'm assuming there'll be more throughout the game uh, as we play it. Uh, good, I guess. I assume they've got the same computer-based technology to transfer, transfer eggs backwards and forwards. So that's really cool. Another little tightening of the wheel. Anyway, after you have come out of the wild area and headed towards the town, of which I can't remember and didn't write it down because I'm me, uh, an old lady sort of appears like Batman behind you and introduces herself as Opal and says that, uh, yeah, you show promise, but maybe not the one you're looking for. You're not wearing enough pink. Uh, so that's a bit crazy. But she said she'll follow his journey. Sorry, she'll follow your journey and keep an eye on you. And then it's time to go to the fourth gym. Speaking of creepies, uh, this kid is creepy as hell. He's got a mask on. Uh, this is the Shield uh, exclusive gym. Uh, and he uses ghost type Pokemon. Um, now, I can't remember this trial. It escapes me. What was the ghost trial? It was... No, I can't remember. Sorry. 
But all you need to know is you need uh, a couple of Pokemon with Dark or even one Pokemon with Dark type moves. I suggest Crunch with a Pokemon who you've EV'd the attack stats out of. Uh, my Boltound, Michael Boltound, was awesome with this because it has uh, one of its abilities is, is Lockjaw or Trapjaw or something like that, uh, which gives it a greater physical attack. And uh, yeah, just tore through everyone. Um, with the simple crunch. So him and uh, Gyarados, or Kaiju as I call him, uh, just tore apart the opposition, made it through the gym without a problem. And then it was into, was it Glimwood Tingle, uh, which is what we saw in the um, the live stream that Pokemon uh, Company did in order to build hype for this game, where it was a 24-hour live stream where Pokemon walked in front of the camera, and eventually we saw uh, Alolan Ponyta, which is really, really cool, the uh, the fairy and psychic type. Um, just on that, that was a brilliant marketing piece, and anyone who sits there complaining about nothing happening for 24 hours, what did you want them to do? Did you want to just sit there, press a button, and have all the Pokemon just walk across in front of the screen in a march? What am I doing? It's the internet. Of course you did. That's not how you build suspense. That's not how you build buzz about your game. That live stream was brilliant. It wasn't looped. It wasn't replayed at all. It was a full 24-hour stream that they had completely worked, and it was there to reveal this Pokemon. They've made it seem like a big deal, and it was a big deal, and I really, really liked the way they did it. Uh, you should go back and watch it. Go on. Go on. I dare you. Go Don't. Don't. Just keep listening. I, I, I'm sorry. Anyway, so we are into the uh, Glimwood Tingle, but before that, my Thawacky evolved at level 35, I believe, and he evolved into a... I've forgotten the name already, but I wrote it down later, so here I am stalling while I frantically search. Rillaboom. Now, again, I have not seen any of the uh, evolutions of any of the Pokemon, and this guy, well, what can I say? He's freaking awesome. He's a big, burly ape with huge Super Saiyan 3 leaf hair. He looks like a Super Saiyan. Super Ape. Super Sapin. Super Sapin. That's what he is. I'm going to rename him. Don't think I can do that. But anyway. Uh, yeah, he looks right. He's got this big drum. He's big and huge and, and looks like an ape version of Goku in Super Saiyan 3 form. Absolutely brilliant. I haven't, I've seen the final form of Sobble. And it looks like a, a emo hipster, uh, actually, internet blogger. So that's obviously rubbish. But uh, I, I think uh, uh, Sobble, not Sobble, Grookey. Grookey's the clear starter favourite to get. Um, I, I think Scorbunny's just like a soccer player. It's like, well, who cares? Unless you're into furries, in which case. Okay. Okay, so we're in Glimwood Tingle. Uh, I got an Impidimp. A little impotent, man. Those things are freaky as anything. Uh, a little devil with, like, little devil uh, wings and a pug pushed up pointy nose. A uh, little mischievous guy hanging around the mushrooms. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and his evolution is also there. Now, I've forgotten his name as well, um, but he looks kind of like a, a goth kid in high school who thinks he's a vampire and dresses up like a vampire. Yeah, yeah, that bad. But, you know, it's cool. I caught one of each and just tucked them away in the Pokédex, and I'll come back to that later, probably post-game when I start collecting them all. Um, so we go through there, and we hit Balonlia. Ballon I don't know. Give me Japanese names. Not a problem. Give me English names. What? 
Bellonlea, which is the home of Gym 5, which is a fairy type gym. And you guessed it, April, uh, not April, Opal is the gym leader. Now, her story is she's looking for a successor. She's old, she's decrepit, she doesn't want to do it anymore. So she's looking for someone to take over her gym. Now, this would have been a really good reveal. But this entire storyline is on the back of her trading card that she gives you when she first meets you. Not only that, the game encourages you to read the card. So it just spoiled its own surprise. Uh, I, I don't understand. I mean, all right, maybe hand feeding, but you, you can't do that for everyone. You can't do that for everything. Let us find some stuff on our own. Anyway. Uh, so this trial is pretty cool, actually, uh, because Opal is trying to find a successor, the whole trial takes place on a stage with Opal sitting in the front, uh, auditioning you for the role of gym leader. So you're on one side, and uh, another trainer comes into the other side, and while you're battling them, you have to answer a question that Opal throws out to you. If you get it right, your stats go up, you get a stats boost. If you get it wrong, your stats go down. So it's just a really cool little mechanism that I really enjoyed. Um, I got a couple wrong, didn't matter anyway. Uh, all fairy types, so you just trounce through them without a problem. Uh, then we get into the gym battle with Opal. Now this is where it got a little bit tougher. Not much, I still walked her, but a little bit. Um, because during that match she also asked questions, but she asked questions that you would have no hope in knowing. You just have to guess. Like, one of them was, what's my favourite colour, pink or purple? And of course she's been going on about how she's looking for someone who wears pink all the time. Um, so you choose pink, and she goes, oh no, 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 I like people who wear pink, but I like purple. So you get that wrong. Um, Another one was, uh, how old am I? 16 or 88? So, of course, you choose 16 because you're, you know, a nice person. And she goes, oh, how nice of you. And you get a stats boost because of that. But I think out of the three or four questions she asked during that final battle, I only got one right. Um, I guess it makes a, well, I guess it makes sense that she would want to do that during the battle in order to win, I guess? But it really wasn't part of her character that she was, you know, cheeky or, or devilish or, you know, out to out to get one over you discreetly or in a sneaky manner. So, I don't know how I felt about that. During the trial, it was great. But during the bang battle, eh. Anyway, by the way, I still won. Uh, after that, uh, as you're leaving the gym, Opal comes out and says she has to go back to uh, Hammerlock Town, City, whatever it is. Uh, and would you like to come with her? No, it isn't the start of a buddy cop film. No, it isn't the start of a brand new adventure. All it is, uh, where uh, Bologna is situated, it's right in the corner of the map, and you can't fast travel yet. So there's no way out of uh, Bologna once you're there, unless you go back all the way that you just came. So this was just an excuse to get fast travel happening, and to get you back to uh, Hammerlock, which is in the, single, uh, the middle of the map, so you can go out uh, to the next town. Uh, like I, I know that's good game design. Is it good game design? I don't know if it is good game design. I, I think it... Like, you play the first Pokemon game, the couple of the Pokemon games, they all all come around, and you have, like, a Sleeping Snorlax or a, a Sudowoodo blocking the path, and you can't get to where you need to be until you have the item which is in the correct way to go around. Um, just seems kind of cheap going, oh yeah, I need to go back where you need to go. Want to come along? Here we go, cutscene. Yeah, we're back. All right, I'll catch you later. I don't know, I just, 
didn't didn't like that. Didn't didn't really do it for me that much. But as you're looking around, you see Bede, who, after trying to destroy a valuable uh, monument, which I didn't uh, mention previously, uh, Bede tried to destroy a monument, and then the chairman Rose came and said, "What are you doing? I'm stripping you of your uh, contendership." And then Bede went, "Well, I'm just trying to find more wishing stones for you so you can be powerful." And he went, oh, blah, 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 blah. like that. That was his exact words. He did that. Uh, so Bede's now standing around looking lost because she's an orphan, uh, wearing her purple coat and her stupid perm. But guess what? Opal notices the colour of the coat and the stupid perm and goes, You! You need to take my challenge, Bede! You need to come with me! And Bede goes, Yeah, right. So they're off. So my pick of uh, Bede, you know, lusting for power and, and becoming almighty and, and menacing and wanting to control everything is just completely out the window. I uh, assume she'll come back as a friend or you'll have to battle all the gym leaders again and that's where you'll battle him. Um, yeah, I really don't know where this storyline's heading, which is pretty good. Uh, I, think, I think that's a good thing, actually, because... Uh, you know, surprises are good. Surprises are welcome. And especially in a game that's been doing the exact same thing for the past, what, 20 years? Um, it's good to be surprised. I like surprises. They're fun. Unlike surprise trades. Who, no one's doing surprise trades. What's going on? Get, get your surprise trades on. Um, oh, during this time as well, I also found the hairdressers. So, still can't be bold, but I've got a Caesar cut. That'll do. Wear a hat. That's okay. And I got bushier eyebrows because, you know, that, that uh, makes the character, if you're John Howard. No one under the age of 30 knows exactly what that joke, and I'm using quotation marks, joke is about. Anyway, that'll do for this episode. So we're on our way to Route 7, and we're headed towards uh, a gym. We're going to a gym, gym number 6. Uh, so that'll be fun, won't it? Yeah, why not? Actually, haven't found out what this next gym is, so that'll be a nice surprise. Uh, I'll be treasuring along, and it'll be a uh, welcome... <sighs> it's another word for surprise. 